Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, July 17th. I hope you're having a good day and it's going to be another warm one. Welcome to summer and I hope you're enjoying the weather. Uh, Boy, I tell you what, it has been a a blessing uh, these, uh, these days to have air conditioning. And uh, of course, I've got, we've got air conditioning in our home. And I thank the Lord for that. Uh, we've got air conditioning in our vehicles. And uh, some of you listening, uh, you've experienced what it's like when you don't have air conditioning in your vehicles. I remember some vehicles didn't have air conditioning. That was brutal. And uh, we're pretty spoiled. But then we've got air conditioning in our church. And uh, I was telling some folks yesterday, we were talking about how, how hot it was. that you, you step outside, of course, here at our church, we've got all of our... Uh, we've got our uh, nurseries and our auditorium and one of our main rooms here, the fellowship hall, we use it for an adult Sunday school class. We use it for junior church. We use it for choir practice. But when you step into our Evans educational building, that's where the majority of the Sunday school classes are. And you have to walk outside a few steps and you just step outside and you feel it. And uh, I was telling a few folks yesterday, I said, uh, you know, there's some older churches I've been in that did not have air conditioning. Uh, I remember um, I, when we traveled with tour groups, I remember some of those, and, and obviously not, not many of them were in the South. Some of them were in the, uh, the North or the Midwest where it doesn't get that hot that long. Uh, but boy, I tell you, you're sitting in church and it's hot and uh, you're struggling to stay awake and everybody's trying to fan themselves and you know your, your arm about falls off because you're fanning so hard. And uh, so I thank the Lord for that. I remember, Brother Nathan, I wasn't even planning to talk about this, but I remember uh, when uh, we would go to teen camp, and I think this was before your time, but we went to this uh, teen camp in uh, near Amboy, Illinois, just south of Dixon, Illinois, uh, Camp Joy Bible Camp. It's not even a camp still. Some folks, they, the, the, the group had to sell it. I think a hunting club or something bought it. But we'd go there, Brother Nathan, and uh, there was no air conditioning anywhere. Uh, the cabins were not air-conditioned. And by the way, teen camp anymore seems like it's air-conditioned. Uh, the dining hall was not air-conditioned, and the chapel was not air-conditioned. And we tried everything. We put fans in there. And, but you know, when you're blowing around hot air, it doesn't really do a whole lot. Uh, but I remember being so hot. But in those services, I was hot. But I remember watching Pastor Mark Swanson. He just came and preached for our a teen retreat a few weeks ago, but I remember Pastor Mark Swanson, and uh, back in those days, we would we would dress up for the evening chapel. We a lot of the times we'd wear a shirt and tie or whatever dress clothes, and I remember Brother Swanson just being soaking wet. I mean, like literally, like his shirt. If he were wearing a blue shirt, let's say, by the time he was done, the entire shirt was a different shade of blue. He was just sweating, and he's a preaching machine. And it was so hot and so humid in that chapel. And so we're spoiled. Here we're talking about how hot it is. Uh, Most of us, I think, either have air conditioning or have access to it. And uh, for those of you that are working outside, uh, please be careful and don't overdo it. And you're used to it. I don't have to tell you. 
Uh, but we're glad that you're with us today on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, thank you for tuning in. And then those listening in on the radio app and the podcast today, thank you so much uh, for joining us. We had a great day yesterday in church, had good services and a good spirit. And I thank the Lord for Sundays. I love Sundays. The music was so good. Uh, the preaching was questionable, but the music was good. The fellowship was good. Uh, I enjoyed being in Sunday school. Brother uh, Dan teaches our Victory Bible class, and I attend Sunday school. I don't teach Sunday school. Uh, we had uh, Brother Jeremiah, one of our new teachers. He filled in for Brother Graham. Brother Graham was uh, on vacation yesterday. Jeremiah filled in. I heard good reports about that. And it was just a wonderful day, and I thank God for Sundays. If you were not in church yesterday and uh, you were physically able to be there, uh, I hope that you'll make plans to say, hey, I'm not going to miss church. I'm going to get in the house of God. And some of you listening, uh, you can't get there. Uh, I was thinking, I, I was going to ask her last night during the service, and I just I ran out of time. But uh, Miss Trudy Taylor, we've been praying for her, and she's not been able to be at church for such a long time. Well, she was uh, able to leave and get out of the nursing home down in Rocky Mount on Wednesday afternoon. She came to church Wednesday night. She came to church Sunday morning. She was there last night. And I told her last night, I said, Miss Trudy, three for three. I said, this is amazing. And I don't know how long that'll continue with her health. But you know what that tells me? It tells me that when people cannot be in church, they miss it. They want to be there. Uh, that's the thing I hear the most when I visit hospitals and nursing homes. Uh, people, of course, they want to get home, but, but it's, they want to get back to church. They miss it. There's nothing like it. And so uh, we had a great day yesterday. We're looking forward to a great week. It's a busy week. Our uh, girls from our church and school, they're having a volleyball camp uh, this week. And then our teens are leaving out uh, tomorrow. Well, most of them are, and then the girls will leave Wednesday. But the teens are going to be in uh, Colonial Heights this week for a youth conference. And I hope you'll pray for Brother Nathan and Miss Grace and the workers and the teens. Uh, pray they'll have a good time. Pray God will speak to them. Pray for the preachers. Brother, uh, Brother Nathan, help me. Brother Kenny Baldwin in those preaching. Uh, Brother Randy Dignan. And Brother Tate Thronson, those three preachers, powerful preachers. And I hope you'll pray for those preachers and pray for safety and pray for uh, the activities and pray for the invitations that God would speak to the hearts uh, of our young people this week. I want to say a happy birthday yesterday to Haley Bybee. Haley, I hope you had a good day. And um, we're, uh, we're praying for you that uh, that, uh, that car will be in the works. Uh, I know your dad... He loves cars. He loves talking about cars. And he, it seems like he's gotten quiet uh, now that it's your birthday. But anyway, a happy birthday to you, Haley. And then a happy birthday to Andy Cash. Andy, hope you have a great day today. And then a happy uh, birthday to Carmen Harrison. Those were all yesterday. Excuse me, those three. And then uh, today, a happy birthday to Bonnie Glover, uh, Mary Lassiter, Rhonda Mullis, Randy Newsom, happy birthday today. Hope you have a great day. Let's pray for our service um, Wednesday night. Uh, pray for next Sunday. We've got Pastor Larry Brown. It's my wife's dad. Uh, he pastored in Iowa for 37 years. Same church out in the cornfields of Iowa. Powerful ministry. God used him. And he was an assistant pastor before that for seven years in Walkertown, North Carolina. Gospelite Baptist Church with Brother Bobby Robertson. And now uh, Pastor Brown and his wife Rhonda. They've been in evangelism for about 12 years. And so God's using them. And you won't want to miss the services on Sunday. 
I hope you plan to be here. If you can't be here, I hope you tune in online, and I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Let's pray today for our church, our school, uh, pray for our missionaries, pray for all of our ministries, and pray for one another. Those with uh, surgeries and procedures, those with tests this week, pray for those folks, please. Uh, we're going to go to a song by the Webster family. I love this song. Uh, I remember Brother uh, Dave, he let me listen to this song a few years ago when they were here. And uh, then they sang it in church, and then uh, they've recorded it. It's on one of their CDs. But I love this song, God So Loves Me. And I hope you enjoyed this song by Dave and Sharice Monique Webster. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study on the subject of prayer.
Amen. I thank the Lord for that great song. I'm so glad that God loves me. That ought to bless your heart today, if, if nothing else today, just to know that God loves you. Uh, he cares about you. He knows what you're going through. And uh, what an amazing thought to think that God loves us. I was looking at the comments here. I don't always uh, mention these comments, but I do see, oh my, Bill and Becky Bybee are watching today. And uh, I think you need to talk to your son about, about a car for his, his baby girl, uh, Haley, who had her birthday yesterday. Uh, my Aunt Vicki is watching from Rockford, Illinois. And then she comments, she said it is in the 70s today in Rockford, Illinois. I'm going to remember that in January. I'm going to remember that when, when it's about 70 here and it's about 30 below in Rockford. Uh, I'm teasing, but uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Mrs. Reyes is uh, watching from uh, California. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Chris and Meredith Jones, thank you for tuning in. I saw your note. Uh, Brother Charles Suit, you and Miss Dorothy are watching, and I'm so thankful for that. Jimmy Clements, thank you for tuning in today. I see your comment. Um, Donna Tillery, God bless you. Uh, hello to you. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, there may be others uh, that are tuning in, but uh, I'm, uh, those are the comments I see. Mrs. Reyes, you've got to be kidding me. In Santa Clara, California, and it is in the 90s there. But let's give this disclaimer. It's in the 90s, but there's no humidity and uh, there's no bugs and it usually cools down pretty good at night. So that does make a difference. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in uh, today. And I, I just can't believe that January is almost ha over halfway past. It's just, it's fly, did I say January? Uh, July. July is almost halfway past and this year is flying by and it's just, it's going quick. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. I want to finish up today on this subject. You see, I thought we were talking about prayer. We are. But one of the aspects of prayer is that we should give thanks to God for all that He has done. Just as we should avoid general petitions, we should try to avoid general thanksgiving. Now, here's what I mean by that. When we pray, there, there's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, bless this day. Amen. But I think we should be more specific in our prayer. I think we should say, Lord, give me wisdom in this situation at work, or whatever it may be. Uh, Lord, help me today to be uh, the, the kind of husband that I should be. Help me to be a good father today to my children. Help me to be a witness today. Lord, help me uh, in this uh, health need that I have, whatever it may be. I think we should pray in specific requests, but I also think we should be specific when it comes to Thanksgiving. Uh, the song says, count your blessings, name them one by one. And sometimes if we're general, we, we really don't thank God for what he has done. And we really don't stop to think about what God is doing in our lives. Don't forget to thank God for past blessings. Uh, you know, we still enjoy blessings of yesterday. Think about things that God did yesterday or last week or last month or last year or 10 years ago, and you are still reaping the benefits of that. We ought to thank God for past blessings. Um, Ephesians chapter 5, it says in verse number 18, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, it says, but be filled with the Spirit. That's a command. And when we're filled with the Spirit, the Bible says in verse number 20, that we will be giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father 
in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we ought to give thanks for the things that God has done, not just today, but yesterday and last week and last month, last year, and so on. First Thessalonians 5, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You say, Pastor, I want to find the will of God. I want to live in the will of God. I want to know the will of God. Good. Let me tell you what it is. It is for you today to give thanks in everything, in every situation, uh, in every stage of life. It is to give thanks. That is the will of God. John Wesley was a great preacher of yesteryear. And he wrote in his journal that because of this attitude of thanksgiving, he was able to thank God that he broke only his arm in an accident and not his head. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sorry that he broke his arm, but that's a good attitude to have. Say, I wish I hadn't broken my arm, but I'm thankful that it wasn't worse. I'm thankful I didn't break my head. I'm thankful I didn't crack my skull. And so we ought to have an attitude of thanksgiving. No matter how difficult a situation may be, find something to thank God for. An example of this would be maybe at a funeral. You know, you say, well, what's good about a funeral? Well, if that person knew Jesus Christ as Savior, you can thank God for heaven. You can thank God for eternal life. You can thank God for the promises of God. We ought to give thanks in everything. Even in difficulties, find things to be thankful for. For every petition, every request that you have, make it a goal to mention several things for which you are thankful. I hope today, I hope you'll take time to give God thanks for what he has done in your life. I, I didn't finish today. We'll finish up tomorrow for sure. Um, but let's be a thankful people. Let's give God thanks for what he has done for us. God has been so good. Let's give him thanks for it. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.